do some singing, so uh, we invite you to stand up and join along with us. And um, since this is a camping inquiry program chapel, we're going to do camp songs. And uh, you're supposed to be active. Join us in the motions, too. Self-control. 
It's a version of Kumbaya, um, and so I'm going to teach that to you now, and Aaron's going to help me out. And Jay. at Camp Freedom 12 this summer and our theme verse was Isaiah 61, 1-2a. 
The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has set me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from the dark and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. My name is Emily Yoder, and I'm a senior nursing major. And um, this summer, I worked at Camp Hebron in Halifax, Pennsylvania. And I was a summer program director. Um, so you can't do everything on your own. You are not perfect. You need to mess up. You are human. These are the biggest lessons that I learned this summer. Um, myself, along with two other summer program directors, or SPDs, um, spent the summer planning schedules and running activities and facilitating lots of random things, um, and meeting counselors, meeting with the counselors every day, morning and evening, and delegating tasks to everybody. This was my fifth summer on staff, and my second summer as an SPD. Um, so I was a leader, and I was one of the oldest people on staff, and I knew that people would be looking up to me. I just didn't realize what that would entail. Subconsciously, my goal for this summer was to be perfect. Um, I wanted to do everything better than I had the past few summers, I wanted to get to know everyone really well that was on staff, all 65 of them. I wanted to spend a lot of time with campers, 
and join in all the activities and write notes to everyone and pray for my counselors every day and read my Bible. And all of that was in addition to planning all of my activities and running everything at camp. So that is not really possible. Um, so I woke up early each day to prepare for the day and stayed up really late making my rounds to the counselors to talk and pray with them and give them candy. Of course, I really napped because being an SPD, you can do everything without sleep. Um, and as a nursing major, I'm anticipating working 12-hour shifts, and so right now this seems like no big deal after working 15 to 18-hour shifts. Um, a few months before camp, my pastor at church here spoke about how um, the only way to really grow as a person um, and get closer to God is to be pushed or challenged um, and get out of your comfort zone and change. Um, and at that time, I knew that I wanted to grow and become a better person, but I was afraid of going through anything too difficult. And so, well, it happened at camp. Um, one week that I was especially pushed was the week of Pioneers and Explorers, which is um, a week that I was in charge of 100, 5 to 9-year-olds. Um, and plus, there are 12 counselors. And so I'm going to tell one story that kind of sums up the whole week. Um, it was a Wednesday night, and so the younger campers had gone home, and so it was about the seven to nine-year-olds that were still there. And so I planned a movie night and a slumber party for them. Um, so the girls piled into a big auditorium with carpet and walls, and um, they were watching Tangled, and so they were all settled in, and so I was in there watching the movie with them. And the boys were in a pavilion that didn't really have any walls, maybe one, and so if it would have rained, everything would have gotten soaked. Um, and so I checked on them once, and then they were fine. And a while later, um, one of the male staff comes running in, and he was like, it's starting to thunder, and we have a child that's terrified of thunder, and we don't know what to do. So I ran over to them, and it was starting to rain a little bit and starting to thunder. Um, and so we didn't really know what to do, whether to just let them in there and get soaked or not. So I decided I was going to save the tears and have everybody go over to the dining hall. Um, so because it was starting to rain and because these kids would have taken probably 20 minutes to gather all of their things, um, all of the counselors just took all of the boys over to the dining hall and it left me in a pavilion with like 40 sleeping bags and backpacks and random things that boys bring to camp outs. Um, <laughs> so my brother was a counselor too, so he ran and got my car, and we started piling huge trash bags full of everything into my car, um, and random people kept showing up and to help out, which was great, and um, the rain was pouring by this point. Like, if you would have gone out for a second, you would have been soaked, and it was thundering and lightning. Um, so a few car trips back and forth later, and 30 loud boys in the basement with carpet balls and pool tables and everything and vomit in the bathroom, and everyone was pretty safe, I think. <laughs> um, somehow we managed to get everyone sort of quieted down and reset up the movie upstairs, which I don't even know how that happened, and I don't think anybody really cried. Um, but that night I definitely had nightmares and almost pounced on my roommate as I like woke up in three in the morning trying to think that I had to go take care of everybody. That's a different story. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is that this situation couldn't have been taken care of by just me. I needed a lot of help from the counselors, from people who just showed up to move things, the cooperation from the kids, um, and the encouragement that I received not only that night, but throughout the whole summer. Um, and I don't know what would have happened if I would have tried to do everything just by myself. Probably would have been more of a disaster.
Um, so one thing that I've been struggling with most of the summer was delegating tasks and um, just taking care of myself and knowing that it is okay to like let everybody else do some things too um, and relying on God's strength with that. Um, so one day towards the end of the summer, I was talking to a friend and talking about a lot of the things that were going on and the things that were challenging me. And um, he gave me a challenge for that week, and it was to make a mistake or to mess up or do something wrong, which nobody really challenges you to mess up, but um, that was my goal for the week. And so that week, nothing horrible happened. I didn't have a major screw-up, but I felt free to just go about the week and um, be okay with having things not go perfectly and to have fun and allow people to help me. Um, but despite all of the things that were hard and that I learned, camp is an awesome place to just grow and have fun. Um, and so I guess one thing that I want to encourage you all with is to help somebody else out today and to um, not refuse other people's help. So, and also Camp Hebron is not here this week or today for the thing. So if you want to know about Camp Hebron and come to Pennsylvania, you can talk to me. to stand up again if you want to.
Jesus. My name is Lee Teoder. I'm a junior biology major, and I worked at Menohaven Camp and Retreat Summer Center this summer. Um, I'll be reading from John 13, 31 to 35, and that was one of our theme verses this summer. As soon as Judas left the room, Jesus said, The time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory, and God will be glorified because of him. And since God receives glory because of the Son, he will soon give glory to the Son. Dear children, I will not be with you only a little longer. And as I told the Jewish leaders, you will search for me, but you can't come where I am going. So now I am, going, now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other, just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Good morning. Um, I'm Aaron Kaufman, a senior music education major, and I also worked at Menno Haven this past summer. Um, in case you were wondering, I was in charge of leading worship. Um, and I've decided as I've worked at camp that you can kind of break the campers up into three big groups. You have the older campers who come to you with questions of, you know, very, very deep and important questions, but questions that are answerable. Questions such as, how can I balance sports and religion in my life? It's not an easy question by any means, but, but it's one that I could at least provide some insight on. Then you have the next step down, the, the kind of typically middle school boys who are in that kind of like, I'm too cool for camp, but my mom really wanted me to come here, so here I am. And, and they'll, they'll kind of pull that off until their parents leave, and then they'll you know, get into it a little bit more. And then by the end of the week, when their parents return this back to, you know, kind of, uh, I'm too cool for camp. But, you know, they, they sometimes give you one of those, like, Jesus, he's pretty cool, huh? You know. And, you know, you can still talk to them about it. Just, uh, yeah, did you say, yeah, sure he is, of course. But uh, I think my favorite by far are the, the little ones who who don't really know the, like, protocol for asking questions about faith and religion, and just everything is fair game. This past summer, uh, during Cottontail Week, which is our third and fourth graders, um, ben, ben Bauman, who is here today, he, uh, he was giving our closing, or our opening campfire speech, and he opened it up for questions at the end, and after about 15 minutes of questions, he had to cut them off because we needed to get him to bed because, you know, it was going on 9.30 already. So, <laughs> you know, what do you do? But some of those questions just really stuck out to me. Like, like the question, why did God create bad people? I, I don't know. <laughs> why, why did he create bad people? I suppose it could be argued that God didn't create bad people and that Satan did. But then the question is, why did God create Satan? And that's just as difficult. So, you know, that is kind of like, well, what do you do with that? But I think my, my favorite question uh, from that question session was, if God can do anything, what would happen if he turned himself into a cheeseburger and ate himself? 
I, I did not have an answer for that. Um, but again, I, I guess it could be argued that he would either disappear completely or become twice as big. I'm not sure which. But the point is, campers and, and children just ask some of the deepest questions. They ask questions that really, really make you think. And sometimes we write them off as, oh, they're, they're just third and fourth graders, so what can they know? But it's not true. They ask very, very theological questions. And it really makes you kind of think about who you are as a person and what you believe in. And I guess in a way that that, that is kind of the culmination of my summer experience working at Camp Menohaven was, was receiving these questions and then going, holy cow, what do I think about that? I really have no idea. And then needing to, to form in my mind, to form something that that I could answer without lying, because no one wants to lie about a theological question. That's just, that's probably blasphemous or something. But, but it really became something that I was able to use as a, a means of focusing my own spirituality and trying to figure out what do I really believe? And so, you know, when, when a camper comes to you with the question, do you believe in miracles? It makes you think. And quite honestly, I don't think, according to the scientific definition of miracle, I have ever seen a miracle. But I certainly have seen some really, really beautiful sunsets. And I've seen some pretty awesome and crazy thunderstorms. And it made me think, what is a miracle? Why, why does a miracle have to be unexplainable? And this is just one example of, of the kind of little insights that I gained over this summer. Like, why do miracles have to be unexplained? Why can't, why can't the things that happen, our interactions, our everyday life, why can't those be miracles? No, it's something to ponder. But, yeah, camp, it's pretty cool. You should all consider it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Alicia Snyder, a junior elementary and special education major. This summer I worked at Amigo Center as the day camp director. And our theme verse for the summer was Ephesians 3, 17 through 19. And it says, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Um, during staff orientation week this summer, former Goshen College student and CIP student Kara Mishler, who is now the program director of Amigo Center, and GC student Jay Mass wrote a theme song to be used each week at camp. The song is called Big, Big God, and it combines our camp theme of Big, Big God and our theme verse, which I just shared with you. We are going to sing this song now. Um, the chorus is really easy, so join in when you feel comfortable.
and long and high and high. These are the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. And these are the days of your servant Moses, righteousness being restored. And these are the days of great trials, of famine and darkness and sword. We are the voice in the desert, crying, prepare the cloud shining like the sun and trumpet call lift your voice it's year of jubilee out of Zion's hill salvation these are the days of Ezekiel the dry bones becoming as flesh and these are the days have this special way of, uh, you know, if we have to go to lunch or something, we have a special way of dismissing people, and so we're going to try it on you guys. All right, so uh, if you're wearing a hat, you may be dismissed.
If you're the ASL interpreter, you can leave. <laughs> uh, if you have uh, purple on, you can go. Hey, don't leave if you're not wearing purple. I see you. No, sit down. If you're wearing a camp t-shirt, you can go. If you have glasses, you can go. All right, everyone else is dismissed, thank you.